Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 346. December 24th, 1934. The Vigil of Christmas. During the morning Mass, I felt the closeness of God. Though I was hardly aware of it, my spirit was drowned in God. Suddenly, I heard these words, You are my delightful dwelling place. My spirit rests in you. After these words, I felt the Lord looking into the depths of my heart, and seeing my misery, I humbled myself in spirit and admired the immense mercy of God that the Most High Lord would approach such misery. During Holy Communion, joy filled my soul. I felt that I am closely united to the Godhead. His omnipotence enveloped my whole being. Throughout the whole day, I felt the closeness of God in a special manner. And although my duties prevented me throughout the whole day from going to chapel even for a moment, there was not a moment when I was not united with God. I felt him within me more distinctly than ever unceasingly greeting the mother of God and entering into her spirit, I begged her to teach me true love of God. And then I heard these words, I will share with you the secret of my happiness this night during Holy Mass. We had supper before six o'clock. Despite all the joy and the external noise accompanying the sharing of the wafer and the mutual exchange of good wishes, I did not for a moment lose the awareness of God's presence. After supper, we hurried away to finish our work, and at nine, I was able to go to the chapel for adoration. I was allowed to stay up and wait for the midnight mass. I was delighted to have free time from nine until midnight. From nine to ten o'clock, I offered my adoration for my parents and my whole family. From ten to eleven, I offered it for the intention of my spiritual director. In the first place, thanking God for granting me this great visible help here on earth, just as he had promised me, and I also asked God to grant him the necessary light so that he could get to know my soul and guide me according to God's good pleasure. And from 11 to 12, I prayed for the whole church and the clergy, for sinners, for the missions, and for our houses. I offered the indulgences for the souls in purgatory. 12 o'clock, December 25th, 1934, Midnight Mass. At Hol as Holy Mass began, I immediately felt a great interior recollection. Joy filled my soul. During the offertory, I saw Jesus on the altar, incomparably beautiful. The whole time the infant kept looking at everyone, stretching out his little hands. During the elevation, the child was not looking towards the chapel, but up to heaven. After the elevation, it looked at us again, but just for a short while, because he was broken up and eaten by the priest in the usual manner. His pinafore was now white. The next day I saw the same thing, and on the third day as well. It is difficult for me to express the joy of my soul. The vision was repeated at the three masses in the same way as in the first one. 
the first Thursday after Christmas. I completely forgot it was Thursday, and so did not make my adoration. At nine o'clock, I went directly to the dormitory with the other sisters, but strangely enough, I could not fall asleep. It seemed to me that I had not yet done something that I was supposed to do. Mentally, I reviewed all my duties and could not recollect anything. This lasted until ten o'clock. At ten, I saw the sorrowful face of Jesus. When Jesus spoke these words to me, then Jesus spoke these words to me, I have been waiting to share my suffering with you. Who can understand my suffering better than my spouse? I asked pardon of Jesus for my coldness, ashamed and not daring to look at the Lord Jesus, but with a contrite heart I asked him to give me one thorn from his crown. He answered that he would grant me this favor, but not until tomorrow, and immediately the vision disappeared. Here, during Mass and then throughout her workday, St. Faustina felt united with God. He told her that he loved to dwell in her heart and that his spirit rests in her. And then she experienced this presence of God during her day. Then Our Lady promised to teach Faustina the secret of her happiness during the Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve. To prepare for that Mass, Faustina was able to spend three hours of adoration in the chapel, during which she prayed for her family and her parents because she wasn't able to exchange the traditional Christmas wafer and greetings with them. And then she prayed for her spiritual director and his intentions. And in the final hour, she interceded for the church, the clergy, the sinners, missions, uh, the religious houses of the religious community, and she didn't forget the souls in purgatory. During the Mass, Faustina was very recollected, and we can learn from her to arrive for Mass a bit early and to pray to prepare our hearts for the, to receive the graces that God wants to share with us. She saw Jesus on the altar as an infant, and Jesus looked at everyone in the chapel and stretched out his hands like he was extending graces to them. Then he looked up to heaven during the um, consecration. This is probably the secret of Mary's happiness, seeing the baby Jesus in the host. The Eucharist really is Jesus. And then on the Thursday after Christmas, St. Faustina got her days mixed up because of the holiday, and she forgot to make her holy hour of adoration. And Jesus let her know that night how disappointed he was because he had wanted to share so many graces with her related to his cross and his passion, but she hadn't come. Inadvertently, it was not her fault. She, she, forgot. So she asked pardon of Jesus and asked for a thorn from his crown to share his suffering. Her vocation as a victim soul involves making sacrifices and accepting sufferings and uniting those sufferings with those sufferings of Jesus on the cross. And Jesus promised that she would be able to share that suffering, but only the next day. Our sacrifices and our sufferings offered to Jesus uh, are very important and have great value for sinners. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. 
Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.